morning and welcome to today's daily PPE, your daily podcast devotion. And uh, today we're going to be finishing up uh, what we started last week in the Psalms, Psalms 83. We're going to be finishing up this uh, passage and seeing what kind of wisdom and what wisdom God has for us today as we start out this brand new week. Today is uh, May the 16th. It is Monday, and the title of today's devotion is The Knowledge of God is Power. Let's read these first uh, few verses here. Psalms 83, verses 13, 14, and 15. We're going to start with those. Asaph, who is the writer, says, Oh my God, scatter them like tumbleweed, like chafe before the wind. As a fire burns a forest, and as a flame sets mountains ablaze, chase them with your fierce storm, terrify them with your tempest. Remember here, Asaph is writing this uh, psalm, or this prayer, I guess you could say. Uh, Israel, his nation, is being attacked by these um, ruthless um, uh, nations. Uh, There are several of them. Um, and they're, they're relentless. They're coming and they're attacking and Asaph is praying that God will come and defend them. And as we wrap up this Psalm today, we're going to finish up all the way through verse 18. Asaph concludes the Psalm with, uh, the whole Psalm is kind of a prayer, but it's, it's like a prayer request. Uh, first in these first three verses here, it's a prayer against the enemy And then the last three is going to be a prayer for the enemies that comes against the nation of God. So in these first one, he addresses God as his God, uh, noting that he's calling out to the only resource that he has. There's nothing else that can help the nation of Israel if Jehovah can't. If God can't help them, then they're doomed. Um, The things that, that Asaph mentions here, the tumbleweed, the chafe, um, these are really worthless things. They're, they're without substance, or as the Amplified Version calls them, the Amplified Version calls them worthless and without substance. It's exactly what the words that, that it uses. The chafe is the worthless substance that's separated from the seed when the wheat is threshed at the threshing floor. They would throw the wheat up in the air constantly until the wind would blow the chafe away. Um, this uh, this blowing could be, uh, Asaph could be meaning it as the spirit or the presence of God because when God really separates the chafe from the seed, he's separating the good from the bad, the worthless from uh, that that is worth something. And it's the presence of God. It's God's spirit. It's his salvation. Uh, so it could be, metaphorically speaking, spiritually, we're it's separating, uh, but but basically what he's saying is blow the useless useless part away. Um, these enemies are useless to you, Lord. Blow them away like the chafe when we when we thresh wheat on the threshing floor. Secondly, he's he speaks about the flame and he speaks about the storm. Uh, these for the Hebrew people. Both of these were abilities of God, and nothing 
was as powerful as a tempest or as powerful as a storm from God. Um, and a wildfire, it, the wildfire is, is thought of as consuming everything in its path. And so what Asaph's praying for is, God, we're praying that you will consume our enemies as you blow through um, that the most powerful thing that they can think of, the storm or the tempest, will have dominion or have power over the enemies. Um, these enemies, Asaph is pointing out, are no match for God and his power. And when we allow this power, this this God to be head over our thoughts and our minds and our lives and our actions, Asaph is telling us that nothing can come against us. When, when the power of the enemy attacks us, if we're innocent and free from sin in our lives before the Lord, we have to have faith that God's watching over us and will protect us and will help us. And if and there's nothing that's more powerful than what God can do and who he is. And so Asaph is, first of all, calling God, your destruction, your power is almighty. Come and 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 deliver us let your power be revealed to us and to our enemies the last three verses here uh, the psalmist asaph turns and he prays for the enemies that are coming against him verses 16 17 and 18 16 asaph says utterly disgrace them until they submit to your name O lord let them be ashamed and terrified forever. Let them die in disgrace. Then they will learn that you alone are, the, are called the Lord, that you alone are the Most High, supreme over all the earth. So, first of all, he prays for destruction. Now he prays for salvation or knowledge, that these enemies will come to the knowledge and the power of, that Jehovah has put on displayed. And then maybe they will too see that God is the most powerful God in the universe. It would seem that Asaph may be thinking that um, his prayer was a little bit too much. Maybe he went too far or that maybe he realized the power of grace that comes from Jehovah. Maybe he contemplated the destruction of the enemy and as he prayed for the enemy maybe it was the spirit that made him realize that the sins of the enemy wasn't near as bad as the sins of israel this enemy didn't even know jehovah israel on the other hand had known jehovah god had had delivered them and provided for him for them and they rejected him as their king or at least they had disobeyed him as king but this enemy that, that Asaph's praying against or praying for, they didn't even know Jehovah. Maybe if they knew God, maybe they would submit to him. Maybe they too would learn his grace and learn his mercy that God showed to man. And maybe in their grace and mercy after having the knowledge of God would stop the attacks and the destruction they planned for Israel. Or maybe Asaph is noticing and being convicted that when God brings destruction, shame, and disgrace to a nation, the natural effect or the natural reaction is to realize who God is and finally 
truly submit to him. Maybe he's seeing the nation of Israel through this attack of the enemy. And maybe Asaph is thinking, Israel just needs to see who God is, and they just need to truly submit to him. Interesting, isn't it? This is the point I want to make as we close out this psalm today. God is for us. Sometimes he allows the enemy to attack and come in to remind us of who he is and how his grace works in our lives and to realize that he is all we need. Sometimes the enemy attacks and God wants us to turn to him instead of turning to ourselves. Other times, it's just because we live in a sin-stricken world and sin-stricken mankind that brings destruction to us and those around us. Either way, God is our only source of hope. It's only in him and in his son that we can truly have life and have eternal life. He has all power and is all powerful. And this side of heaven, we may not understand all that he allows to happen and all that he does for us. But knowing him and following him really is the best decision that we can make. The knowledge of God is truly the power that can save us. It's the power that can heal us. And it's the power that can sustain us. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for this power that you've put on display and that Asaph calls out and reminds us of here today, Lord. God, I pray that as we journey through our week, as we begin our week, God, help us to put you first in everything that we do. I pray that we will live for you, live and allow you to live through us. And God, that through your power, the enemies, our enemies might see your good deeds and turn to you and worship and submit to you as well. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, we're going to begin another book tomorrow, uh, the book of Job. And we're going to work our way through this wisdom book as well and uh, see the power and the wisdom that comes to us from this amazing book. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and have a great week. And remember, I'm praying for you. Believe in God to do great things in your life.